0: this is monster of the week i'm jeremy Greer. it's with chris and jeremy
1: i'm chris Mosier.
0: sam's got kicks and the angels got on
1: this young's not a punk he's mr roboto bitch rest in peace break home
0: This is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, one by one until we're done. I mean, no, they just renewed for season fifteen, Chris, so we've got mm-hmm. we're this podcast will officially keep going until twenty twenty two minimum.
1: at least until we get to half an episode per podcast
0: yeah yeah here's the here's our coverage of the then (laughs) of season 15 episode 2 and then uh we'll be back next week unpack here (laughs) for the cold open and then two weeks after that will be the main part of the episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) how are you chris i'm doing all right i'm um excited to get back into it seeing new announcements for supernatural always gets me excited about supernatural so uh it it was cool to hop back in we got a long way to go though
0: yeah, I'm um I'm I'm interested to get to some of that newer material. I was talking to a listener today and uh she was like, I'm listening to your season five finale while I'm watching season fourteen and there's some really weird and interesting parallels that are giving me, quote, all the feels Mm. Um, you know that that's the listener saying all the feels because i don't talk like that yeah um, no <laughs>
1: so, noted, <laughs> noted stoneheart jeremy green yeah, yeah, yeah i don't feel anything way. yeah <laughs>
0: um don't, definitely don't just cry randomly at spider-man movies or anything <laughs> um but yeah it was it's It's. i'm excited to get there because uh as most listeners know we, we you and i haven't weren't caught up with supernatural when we started with this podcast and we've been going for a couple of years now and uh it's We're definitely still not caught up with it. We're still stuck in season nine. So seeing that new stuff is going to be really interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Uh, This episode we're covering today is pretty interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I (laughs) I remember liking this episode a whole lot. uh, um, But when I was rewatching it, i remembered the only thing I remembered from the episode were the really, really good parts. And I didn't remember anything else about the stuff that I actually kind of don't like all that much. So it was it was, had a really good memory of this until I watched it again. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I had watched this more than once, apparently, um, but I kept going back and forth as I was taking my notes. Some of, I, I feel like I was being a little bit too angry, and I needed to like pause it for a minute and chill out. I don't know what my problem is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, before we get into the main part of the episode, let's talk about the Patreon over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. There's a, uh, a significant group of people that have been pledging and uh, giving us their monies for various th- – good and great rewards. Uh, we do exclusive podcasts every month under the Monster of the Week's Presents Umbrella. We've covered um, Cowboy Bebop. We're covering some Witcher stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're covering some Full Metal Alchemist. We've got some uh, other stuff in the hopper that that's, that's always just fun to do and if you're at a certain tier you get to suggest um other things for that which is pretty cool i think you can actually dictate what me and chris talk about and uh so far that's been a success and we will let you know when it's canceled (laughs) when somebody suggests (laughs) the wrong thing (laughs) um i actually patreon is being super super dumb right now uh so I don't have a new patron. I'll just say thank you to Zoe because Zoe upped her patron patron to uh, the early release level. So if you want to get these episodes on Mondays instead of Thursdays, that is the place to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Chris, do you want to catch us up on what's been happening in season nine so far?
1: Last time on Supernatural, noted dog lover, werewolf fucker, and brick home superfan Sam Winchester has been concussed and nearly killed consistently since the beginning of season nine, and it's all thanks to the angel Ezekiel possessing him, healing him, and giving him massive brain damage. It's a weird sentence structure. Meanwhile, noted dog disliker, angel piner, meaning he pines after angels, aka Carapcast, and local sad boy Dean Winchester juggles trying to manage his web of secrets he's trying to manage crowley he's trying to manage kevin he's trying to manage castiel and most of all recently he's trying to deal with the departure of charlie to oz from the wizard of oz and that's all on top of the tragic deaths of 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 pete and irv the world around them continues to spin and so the winchesters cling to the one constant in their chaotic lives saving people hunting things and doing magic uh Chris, they
0: actually say that line in this episode. They sure do. Which is really fascinating to me. Um mm-hmm. also I want to talk a little bit about uh well let me let me read the thing. Um we're gonna be covering Dog Dean Afternoon, which was season nine, episode four. This was written by Eric Carmelo and Nicole Snyder, directed by Tim Andrew. This aired on November fifth, twenty thirteen. That's your birthday? No, you're you're around there somewhere though, huh? I'm the
1: eighth. You're I'm the eighth.
0: eighth. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> doggy dean little (laughs) while investigating two bizarre murders sam and dean realize there's an eyewitness to both gruesome deaths a german shepherd anxious to find out if they are dealing with a witch a skinwalker or other supernatural monster the guys look up a spell that could let dean communicate with the dog unfortunately the spell comes along with side effects that no one saw coming except the entire goddamn audience (laughs) saw that coming (laughs) um I, I, I like this episode. There's some really good comedic moments in this episode that are like all time supernatural gags to me. Like I've remembered some things in this episode in, in more detail than I have remembered a lot of things about even things huh. that happen in, in better episodes. Uh that said, the, the, the actual Monster of the Week part of this is so incredibly dumb and kind of lame, and it has the worst villain speech that I've ever heard at the end that I – by the end of this episode, I was like, oh, that's probably why I don't remember anything but those two moments that I like so much.
1: I – I can't. I liked this episode. I enjoyed it, and at the same time, I just, I just hated it. I hated every second of it. Wow! <laughs> when I was, even when I was laughing and having a good time, <laughs> I was like, "Nope, nuh-uh, Still hate it." Um, no, that's not true. But it, I, I know. I was looking at my notes, and I, they were really sparse. Like I just couldn't be bothered for a while until like a little bit later in the episode to give it the the full treatment that I usually do with an episode, and I really don't know why.
0: It's it's definitely a slow starter. Like up until they do the the spell where Dean actually starts being able to talk to dogs, it's it's kind of just a bland supernatural episode.
1: It feels like it it, it has all the supernatural tropes, yeah, and all of the the shortcomings of like a stock sample version of supernatural. It was like, hey, we got this great hook and this great premise. It's going to be really funny. Dean is going to talk to dogs, um, but they put it into the most carbon cutout version of. What a carbon cutout? Is that is yeah, that a thing? Sure. Cardboard cutout? Yeah. Um, <laughs> carbon Carbon copy meets cardboard cutout. Te- I mean technically uh, version... cardboard's made
0: out of carbon, just like everything else in this yeah, universe. So. Sweet. <laughs>
1: it's just it's just uh it was too too much of like the the basic standardized version.
0: Yeah, it's um it's it's a weird episode for sure. And uh I think the most telling part of it is that in the then segment that we get in the then like clip show. Uh they basically show us all of the funny stuff that Supernatural has ever done. Yeah. Which <laughs> yeah. was was a re- weird like it was it was kind of setting us up I think for a one of those wacky Supernatural episodes where Sam gets kicked in the balls by a, on a Japanese game show or mm-hmm. you know Dean says the word nipples or screams at a mouse or or whatever it is. Uh <laughs> and it and it there's like there's a couple of lines that get to those kind of highs but like, the overall episode doesn't necessarily live up to any of that stuff, and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of weird to preface it with all of that baggage, because coming out of that, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go watch all of those episodes. Like, let me make a playlist, <laughs> Netflix. Like, I want yeah. back to go back-to-back and see how weird that is. Um, but yeah, we. It, I guess we should just get into it. Uh, we start out at a taxidermy shop. Uh, this dude is, 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 is taxidermying. I don't know what the verb for taxidermy is, uh, but he's... He's stuffing some squirrels into a little Game of Thrones diorama. Uh, This the second time Game of Thrones has been referenced in the show, and they're both back to back episodes. And I'm like, I guess was this the year, guys? This was the time. This was this was the time. (laughs) This was like the year later where everybody could talk about like Joffrey being a dick or whatever. Like this this was the time. Um, And yeah, there's there's some noises. Uh, His dog, who is uh, going to be named the Colonel, and is a German Shepherd, starts hearing some shit. And this dude. turns around and finds a guy in a cowboy hat with a forked tongue behind him and proceeds to like grab this dude and like crush his spine just
1: just fucking lick him from head to just toe. goes to
0: town on that face just and gets all that precious precious sweat and
1: down that and then he crushes salt, him to
0: death and then he crushes him to <laughs> death yeah it's and and I, this is going to start off like I, I feel like this is fine. This is good supernatural stuff. Like the CGI on the tongue was whatever. I I, I could be here. I didn't understand why he had a cowboy hat. They never explained the cowboy hat. Nope. I, I feel like nope. that's just something that they just they. they it looks t- like it's it's like
1: gator leather. Yeah, uh, and it's it's just a whole it's a whole lot to take in. It's a lot. When you first Chris. look at it, um, and then we go so we have that scene where all right the Wait, do you man think that kills was like supposed
0: to be a crocodile dundee hat like is that the thing I that they were going that, for
1: but it has nothing to do with it. it has no bearing on who this character is because by the time that we confront him later on he's a totally different character anyway we go back to the bunker where they don't need this throwaway line but they use it just to remind us that they don't have the budget for all the actors <laughs> um where dean talks about how kevin is hung over from his little vacation and so he can't be in this episode yeah i He's guess sleeping it off
0: i guess kevin went to nashville it's <laughs> like the implication there's some weird lines in this thing that i did not they just didn't altogether. need to
1: mention kevin <laughs> they didn't need to remind us that they couldn't afford him um but then uh yeah so so there's just some just some of that that usual nonsense kind of thing um and then we immediately go into dean saying like hey sam maybe you need a break sam's like why would i need a break i feel fucking great great that i pass out every single day
0: but (laughs) i um, lose i lose 45 minutes of my day every day but i don't think that's a problem because i feel good otherwise
1: (laughs) this is where this first line where i thought "Mm -mm, i don't like that i don't like that whatsoever sam says that he feels great that he has slept eight hours a night for the last couple nights and he says for hunter that's like 20 yeah i detest i detest this line (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I detest, I detest the idea of hunters being this like standardized GI Joe uh, clone copy of each other. They're like they're not all. There's no individuality anymore. The hunters as a community, it's like a, a job that you have, and it's like oh yeah, you, you know doctors they got to work these long shifts or whatever. They have made they have created a cardboard cutout of what a a hunter is supposed to be. So if Sam had said, you know, I slept eight hours last night for us, that's like twenty. Because yes, I understand that the Winchesters don't get a lot of sleep. But the idea that every hunter, not, or, or rather that not a single hunter gets any sleep, lives a normal life in any way, shape, or form, or does anything relatively <laughs> functioning as a person—that every single one of them is a train wreck. Every single one of them wears flannel. Every single one of them drives an old car. I hate it. I suddenly hate it. <laughs> I never <laughs> did before until Sam said this line.
0: That's really funny. I didn't even like I, this. I didn't even make a note of this line. Like I remember it happened in the episode, but like I didn't even think it was important enough to make a note I was just like, oh yeah, Sam's just insisting that he's fine. Like Dean is tripping all over himself to you know, pretend that Sam is is damaged in some way, which of course doesn't work because Sam doesn't know that he's damaged in any way. So, like this I I, leaned, I went straight towards that tension. I really see your point though, like is every single hunter like wearing plaid and a blue jean jacket and getting 4 hours of sleep a night and driving around in a in a classic car? Like is that literally because like, there
1: are some hunters who surely aren't messes of humans like you know, every every hunter gets into it because something fucked up happens to them but there are some hunters who are like all right yeah tonight i'm locking it down and i'm and I'm getting a full night's sleep because i need to be on my shit tomorrow and then i'm gonna go hunt those vampires that i hunt every day and i got my crew and we do our shit we do our work we we know what we're doing and we've seen that everybody before.
0: like we've seen other hunters right. out there before not doing this stuff and like you know not uh, taking a different approach. train wrecks yeah yeah I very much doubt that uh, Bobby was only getting four hours of sleep, right?
1: No. He he, had, he owned a house.
0: <laughs> with he a was lot home of, all the time. With, with a lot of locked rooms that nobody could go into.
1: <laughs> right. And I just, I don't know why, it just, it just conjured up the, the Hunter, like capital H Hunter, standardized persona, and I, I suddenly hated it. And I never really did before.
0: <laughs> so, um... From here, Sam has found the case, obviously, and after a brief discussion of whether or not Sam yeah. is okay, uh, <laughs> they arrive at the taxidermy shop to find the words "die scum scrawled in paint on the front of it. Uh, these graffiti artists went so far as to uh, do a nice little imprint of their very cute, <laughs> like, and it's it's it kind of looks like a it's it's basically a rectangle with a dog's paw in it. Uh, and Sam and Dean immediately assume that this is pagan. Sam snaps a picture. Yeah, we're gonna find Sam out. And that, are like,
1: wait, did a dog do it?
0: <laughs> we're gonna find out that this is the logo for a um like a a PETA like organization. Um, mm-hmm. and I just I can't, do, Chris. I just. I guess I could talk about it now, but like they're going to describe the events of them doing this, where they get scared and like get get ran off from doing this, and I'm like, so you guys scrawled die scum on some glass of this poor man's business, and then like. Had a stamp with your logo on it, and then like did that, and yep. we're like, "Oh shit, yep. we might get caught!" Like, what the fuck are you doing? Who who imp- I, who signs their die scum graffiti? Like, what the fuck are you right, doing? Right,
1: and they're not like they're not like young anarchists. They're like two mild mannered like thirty something girls. Like, yeah. what is going on here?
0: Fucking weird. Um, <clears throat> so they they arrive on the crime scene. Uh, Sam jets to talk to the cop who is also wearing a cowboy hat. That's going to be important later. While Dean talks yeah, to. The uh, this guy Dave and uh, Dave is the uh, the the new Bobby. Buddy. I'm just
1: gonna say, Dave's the new Bobby, he's the new Bobby. He's supposed to be
0: drunk. <laughs> he definitely like they made him look like a hobo, like a kind of yeah. half drunk hobo. And they give him this job where his job is to like come by a couple of times a week and collect all the entrails from the uh, from the body. And like, homie, I'm pretty sure that that's not. I'm pretty sure that like all of that would be done before they deliver the body to the taxidermist. Like I'm pretty sure that dude's not cutting yeah, animals in the backyard, but you know who knows. Um, also,
1: his shop is on like Main Street. Like, is he just putting the? Like, you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. I gotta let but it go. I just gotta. Do let you think he just
0: puts the bucket up front? The bucket of entrails up front for Dave to collect?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, this guy who's the new Bobby because he's really giving it his all. Um, he. Um, Says that there was only one witness, right, and that it was Colonel the dog. Colonel the dog, yes. How um, many? How
0: many years did you go? Because uh, I know you're an avid reader, and I'm pretty sure you were like one of those like um, advanced reading slash gifted kids. I already guys, know where this is going, get, col- uh,
1: Colonel. Where, uh, it took me a long how, time.
0: How long before you associated this written word with the with the phrase Colonel? Because I it took me fucking years. Like I was. I'll I was, tell
1: you where I got it from was. A weird red dead revolver the ps2 game there's a character called the colonel and i was like colonel what is that's a weird name this guy's name is the colonel and then somebody said colonel and i was like that's not what his name uh, oh. is it's and then i think there was i put the subtitles on or there was a subtitle and it said colonel while the person was saying colonel and i suddenly it, it, it I had to look it up it became a thing
0: what the hell? Yeah, it's it's a whole it's a whole word that I did not know how to pronounce or anything. I've always thought it was super weird and just never said it out loud before. Yeah, um, oh,
1: yeah, I hate so, it.
0: So yeah, Colonel right. Colonel the dog uh, saw saw the murder. Uh, Sam thinks this whole thing sounds like it's like it's witchy shit. Um,
1: yeah, but he couldn't find the hex bag. Can't while find he any hex bags. For, yeah, I don't know what three minutes while a cop was with him, but he couldn't find a ba- hex bag. Therefore, I guess it can't be witches. He looked everywhere. I want to know if he looked everywhere. Because it hadn't been that long. But he declares that he couldn't find a hex bag. How does he know? How does he know?
0: Chris, there are 500 mounted animals in this in this store. 500.
1: At least. At least
0: 500. Minimum 500. Of all different walks of life. No, walks of life. All different creatures and, I mean, there's... You could
1: have tucked it under a little, in a little rabbit's nut sack and he, Sam wouldn't know. Sam wouldn't be able to find that.
0: I mean, uh, like a deer mouth. Like, we don't even have to go sack, like he could anywhere. just put it in the mouth of in the deer. bathroom yeah in the <laughs> paper <just> towel <laughs> dispenser hide, they could hide it in the entrails that dave was supposed to to pick up but was too drunk to do um yeah he can't find the hex it like, yeah
1: no hex bags anywhere why even put that line why even put that line I know that he didn't have time. He was with a cop. He was getting the tour with the cop. <laughs> I don't remember the last time, no you, time
0: you didn't like an episode this much. I'm loving this. This is so hilarious There's to a me. hex
1: bag in this room <laughs> that a listener gave to us. That's true. And I could not – know, I know where it is, and it would still take me a minute to get it.
0: I found uh, I found mine the other day. Um, shout out to well, I don't know if we're, I don't know if she told us not to say that or not, but whatever. Um, I found mine the other day, and I was like, <laughs> "You know who you are? What what the fuck is this?" <laughs> like I had that moment of like, "Oh yeah, okay, cool. This is that thing that, that was a very nice thing somebody gave me. It's not just a, a weird symbol that I'm about to get hexed <laughs> of some kind." Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm just saying, I know that there's one in here, and I have a rough idea of where it is, and it would still take me a little bit to find it. But Sam's like, "Yeah, no, I'm in this strange location. I got a cop with me, and there's just like the million of dead animals in here but like now i'm pretty sure they couldn't find it
0: no no my cursory
1: glance around the room suggests to me that no there isn't one
0: here um so the first thing that they do is track down this this pagan symbol yeah uh, bring
1: it on let's see what's next
0: which uh, which uh i mentioned earlier uh is the is is the trademark and uh trademark symbol of a local animal whatever like pro-animal organization called snart Mm -hmm. did you happened to catch SNART. this acronym i didn't i didn't actually look at what the acronym it's, stood it's, for. i don't know what it stands for
1: but it's snart
0: it's s- sn- <laughs> oh wait um oh thank you wikipedia showing no animal rough treatment
1: <laughs> okay sure. i gotta admit snart's pretty it's, funny it's a
0: it's a long walk to get to the snart joke uh Sam wonders if they're hippies or witches. Dean wonders, like, is there a difference between the two? Uh, obviously, Dean is yeah, is very yeah. anti this this vegan hippie bullshit. I just want to go on the record of saying, and I think I've may, may have talked about this in the past, but uh, PETA sucks. Like, I'm, I am definitely don't want anybody to abuse their animals, but PETA is the one of the worst organizations to be like a like animal support, and I hate them so.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a pretty pretty good stance to yeah. have. They're like Con-
0: controversial opinion twenty
1: nineteen. Who terrorists who abuse animals to um make a point.
0: Um wait a minute, let me let me write that down. Terrorists who abuse animals to make a point. Chwatmap is <laughs> what you just said. We're, we're calling them chwatmap from the rest. And that All right. <laughs> that is the early decider for the episode title right there. Twat, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much they uh so they arrive at this vegan bakery that these two people run uh they're wearing sunglasses which <coughs> inside which dean immediately calls back out as uh douchebaggery behavior
1: um yes dean's like a couple of fucking dean uh, is extreme twat <laughs> you got a
0: here, real we got a real bad case of a twat map disease my friend what's the matter with you oh. um this is dylan and olivia uh oh they have names that's yep yep. uh who tell them um like hey we we definitely did the graffiti uh because hunters are bad uh they only they're all they're selfish dicks who don't care what they kill and of course like there's the pointed glance between sam and what they kill Yeah. yeah um
1: and then sam and dean turn pause for eight to nine seconds and then they look back.
0: Yeah, it's a a pointed glance. It's a pointed stare. I think Ezekiel shows up for a little while. That's pretty... No, I'm kidding. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Ezekiel looks at Dean. They say that while they were doing this graffiti, like, right after they stamped the symbol that would lead directly to their place of business onto the graffiti, uh, they got scared. They heard a hissing noise, and uh, they ran into an alleyway where they were hit with mace, uh, and they take off their sunglasses, and we see that their eyes are severely burned, and... uh, Sam makes the leap from this into the next scene where he's on the computer doing some research to say, oh, it's necrosis, and that's caused by the venom of a snake. So it's a giant well- snake.
1: As somebody who has spent a lot of time outside of women's windows,
0: sure, okay, um,
1: for research purposes, not me. Oh, Sam, okay, okay, okay. Um, good, 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 good. Sorry, that was a little bit misleading. Sam, who is you know Meg, for example, um, somebody who is who's done a lot of stalking for um, pleasure and for um, for business. Sam Winchester knows what it looks like when you get sprayed with mace. This is necrosis. This is different. And he's able to identify that almost immediately.
0: And then they basically say, like, oh, well, it could be some sort of weird snake monster. So let's call Kevin. And uh, that gives us the opportunity to check in on Cowboy, who uh, I believe the villain is never named whatsoever.
1: <laughs> he's a I, – I called him the chef later the chef. on.
0: I called him Cowboy throughout my notes. Apparently this guy um, – and shout-outs to Niz for, for – Making sure that I was aware of this. This guy voices Alistair in Dragon Age one of them. <laughs> I don't Okay. Know. Uh, Origins okay. maybe. Is is that is that an Alistair game? Okay. So yeah.
1: That's that sounds right. I don't remember which one he is,
0: but that sounds right. Um apparently he's the guy that eats animal parts and also eats people. Um Oh, for yeah. Sure. So they call Kevin. Uh,
1: oh, I called. I called him Leather Cow Daddy. Oh, Leather Cow Daddy is really good.
0: Yeah. So. So
1: that's the thing I wrote.
0: Cowboy shows up at a animal shelter. He slips this uh, very young gamer. <laughs> he's playing some. He's a phone what? gamer. He's mm-hmm. a fake gamer. Yeah, he's a, yeah he's a mobile gamer. Yeah, I mean he's playing a word game on his phone. What is he? Seventy two years old. Yeah. What yeah. What are you doing yeah. there, yeah. grandma? Yeah. On, he's, you know what he, uh, let me look in the Wikipedia oh yeah he's listed as grandma gamer and on the, as the in the credits oh, <laughs> so that makes sense okay, so they were, okay. were never learned into a bit uh he slips this dude a couple out. of dollars and uh goes into the back where he starts grabbing cats out of their cages and then putting them in this giant cat bag um which has a, a weird symbol on it that we can't really make out one cat though it looks so
1: it's like Hermione's um uh- endless bag or yeah whatever. yeah it's the
0: bottomless box is what we've got here uh,
1: yeah it's it sucks when you're when you're trying to make a reference to something but you don't know what it's called That does.
0: yeah I'll, you know if man there's a word for that and i can't remember what it is is that too meta of a joke is when that you is find, that too much
1: when you find i get you no i got you uh, but, when, but when you find yourself in my position just now you just shouldn't make the, the reference you should just leave it be um like podcasting 101 Just just leave it be.
0: Yeah, it's 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 basically like call, pointing out a segue. Like, oh, that was a really good segue. Well, you fucked it up. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks, asshole.
0: <laughs> all of my podcasts were podcasts were very short lived until I learned how to segue. Um, <laughs> you, fuck! <laughs> you fuck, you fuck. <laughs> you pointed it out. You fuck. Nobody wants to record that. We record with a guy that does that all the no. time. Um, no. no. So this dude's this dude's like bagging up some cats when he sees uh, one bag. One, excuse me, one cat. That is apparently irresistible, um, and I, I'm going to take a bunch of umbrage at this scene, Chris, because uh-huh. uh, we get this thing where the 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 kid, the grandma gamer from earlier, walks in on this mm-hmm. happening, and this dude is literally like unhinging his jaw and swallowing this cat whole. And uh, we're going to find out later what this dude's whole deal is, and it makes no sense whatsoever that he would just want to much on a cat if this if like he's trying to. Um, like tear up their parts to get their their cat powers or whatever. Like, could, why would you swallow the cat whole? Like, it's just—is it just to have the dumb CGI scene to, to do it? Yes. Is that what it is? Or yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, I can't. I can't. He's a chef. His whole thing is that he cooks these these exotic bits. Mm-hmm. The only time that we see him like eating raw meat is when he's trying to turn into the wolf later on, because like you know he's he's in the moment. He's gonna he's gonna deal with Dean. So there's hardly any reason unless it's just supposed to be like the snake part of him taking over because he was he was whatever he was um
0: i mean do snakes eat cats
1: yeah also um i don't know grandma gamer hey maybe maybe if you saw him like breaking the cat's neck you'd go wow what the fuck dude that's messed up don't do that um, I, I'm taking I'm taking issue with that. Mm-hmm. But when you see this man like on hand,ing hey job, man, we got uh, beef,"
0: says Grandma Gamer. Hey, <laughs> yo, whoa, hey. yo, yo, I, I got beef with you, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's my EP. I got five tracks about this yeah. beef I got with you, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, he doesn't. He he doesn't even he doesn't do what I, what I think he should do is just walk away. When you see an uh, anamorph in front of you, you don't go, hey, you know, maybe maybe now's the time for me to confront this anamorph. You say no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gather, I'm gonna gather myself. I'm gonna leave the room, and I'm gonna not get eaten by an animorph. But no, he, he doesn't do that.
0: I would like to say proudly that I have gone all of my three plus decades on this earth and uh, not been eaten or even threatened to be eaten by an animorph. So I am,
1: I've never even met an animorph. How do you so. know, Chris? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! How would I? How would you
0: know? Unless you were. What if
1: they were in animal form and I didn't even know? Unless you
0: were best friends with an animal I mean, there's no reason for them to tell you. You're just. You're just gonna be. You're just gonna be weird about it. (laughs) Like there's no way you could be cool about meeting an animal. I I would. I would be weird about it. I would. (laughs) There's no way not to man
1: i'd be so perplexed i have too many questions There's so many questions
0: i've never even read that series so i have even like more than the basic come out of questions <laughs> i've never read anything about it oh, wow i mean
1: i i did read them when i was a young it but i don't remember anything but the covers at this point this guy's what this guy is though he's not an exotic witch or whatever he's an animal yeah yeah he's he's uh
0: he's a wizard animorph is basically what he's what he's doing um so grandma gamer gets killed uh this dude jumps out with talons on his fingernails all of a sudden and just slices this dude up uh sam and dean
1: yeah you got those cat claws cat,
0: cat claws because he just <laughs> ate the cat uh sam and dean get there the next day <clears throat> and uh dean recognizes colonel the dog and thinks to himself uh or actually says out loud to sam maybe he's a suspect and then like produces a silver dollar from nowhere and rubs it on the dog mm-hmm. and chris maybe i'm with you maybe maybe this is a weird thing where uh, the more i'm talking about this episode the more i hate it cuz we haven't gotten <laughs> we've been going for a while and we haven't gotten to the parts that i think are really good about this episode and everything that's not really good is really
1: bad <laughs> Let me let me just test, rub a coin on a dog. That's just a normal thing to do. Also, I, I don't. We should say this was this is like the pound. This is where they were keeping the colonel since his owner was dead. Um, but yep, we, we I gotta, guess the taxidermist didn't is have a
0: single goddamn friend to his name.
1: Not a, yeah, fucking Dave or whoever who picked up the innards. He didn't want to pick up the dog. I mean, come this on. This is
0: going to be what happens to Avon when I die. Otto's going to be like, sorry, Von, you got no friends here <laughs> anymore. You got to go. <laughs> Your benefactor has passed. You must leave. <laughs> he was the only one protecting you and i'm not interested
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna have her like game of thrones moment as she casts him out
0: <laughs> uh, gonna dress up our front door like the moon door and
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just, like jor the and being sent out into the desert just
0: pitch that motherfucker out through the door um yeah <laughs> so yeah they they talk to the dog basically uh because the dog starts barking at the cop who's wearing a cowboy hat Dean, uh, never able to resist a cowboy hat that he is kind of in contact with, takes the cowboy hat from the... He
1: trembles. I mean, he he's, visibly his trembles. His
0: hand is shaking as he removes this... I can I can get detailed. Removes Carefully removes the cowboy hat <laughs> from the blonde-haired man's <coughs> cranium. Uh, puts oh. it on himself, and the dog starts barking at Dean. And Dean's like, oh, he's not a suspect. He's a witness. Uh, mm-hmm. And from there... Or he hates cowboys. The boys jump directly from there to... One time, Sam read a book about a guy that tried to talk to a uh-huh. dog, and it didn't uh-huh. work, so let's call Kevin and see if there's a spell. Yes, Kevin gave us the spell, and now we're making it. It's like a 45-second transition from—
1: mm-hmm. It's a real quick exchange. It's really I, mean, I love the idea of Sam being like, yeah, I read this book, and like, listen, it didn't fucking work. Alright. First of all, Sam would read that book. Because when Sam like ran away as a kid, this one one flashback scene where we see Sam had a dog one of the times he ran away. And fucking thirteen year old Sam was like, you know it would be a good idea if I learned to talk to my dog, he could be my best friend. He wouldn't think that I was weird and he went to the <laughs> library and started kissing kiss today's or whatever. Um it would, didn't work that would, Wouldn't it be Sam.
0: hilarious if he did learn how to talk to a dog and the dog was like, Go back to your father? <laughs> <laughs> like just, just the meanest fucking dog. You should just be a don't hunter. Don't be such a You have to save people. You <laughs> piece of shit. You're abandoning your family. Your brother misses you. Um,
1: <laughs> your brother misses
0: you. <laughs> So, yeah, they they do the spell, and uh, there's a brief thing where where Dean is like, oh, I should be the one to drink it because, you know, you're still sick, and Sam is like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm totally fine, Uh, and Dean downs this, what looks like a very gross mixture, and uh, nothing happens, which...
1: Da, 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 da. Is is
0: normally fine. Uh, also, mm-hmm. now they have the colonel with them, so I guess they just like temporarily adopted this dog, which they I think is hilarious.
1: It. They're the FBI; they can steal dogs. Yeah.
0: Um, at one point, there's there's actually a pretty clever gag where like Dean is going back and forth and like looking at the dog and asking it questions, and then the dog barks at Dean and sam looks over and dean's like no no i couldn't understand it which i thought was actually really funny <laughs> yeah
1: the, that this stuff is this stuff is very funny they're the trying to especially having sam in the room who has no idea what dean is doing yeah
0: yeah all that basically this middle section this is the stuffing of a of a shit oreo at this point right like there's some beautiful cream yeah. stuffing that has not turned that has not touched the outsides that is actually really funny to me um they uh they fast forward in time a little bit they're having a little lunch and uh literally the dog starts talking to them and uh saying how much this classic music station that they're listening to the classic rock station is like not real classic rock which leads into like a, a yeah. bunch of uh dean like defending uh like mr roboto yeah, yeah some really there's some really funny dialogue in here that i like a lot
1: it seems like why are you arguing with a dog about
0: sticks the uh the german shepherd's voice is like this uh real uh new yorker over. Over he oh, wow why did i even yeah, try to do yeah. an accent
1: it, you did it you went it's for a it. It.
0: it's a real kind of like new york like a like a like a delivery guy that's had a lot of shit on his plate but is still like unconcerned about it kind of new york accent yeah. thing
1: and S- sam is like so what is he saying dean is he telling you that you know you should be ashamed of yourself and you should get a haircut and dean's like what no why would the well, why dog you tell you, me that i don't understand so, oh i you know i thought maybe it was just a dog thing never no reason why did this who's zeke <laughs> dean you just said zeke again
0: <laughs> oh wait the dog said zeke who is zeke who was talking who is zeke? <laughs> um they uh there's a bit right here as they as as the dog is telling them uh that they are telling dean that the same guy killed uh both both of the victims uh, Sam is like throwing his napkin away, like doing the basketball, like yeah. throwing it into the basket, yeah. which is I'm, I'm really like I don't care that it's never done because this bit is so good, but we've just never seen like Sam has never done this, which I find very no. amusing.
1: No, also weird that he keeps going Kobe every time, <laughs> every time <laughs> under his breath. <laughs> oh
0: man, big kick! Sam's definitely says Kobe after if he connects with a kick. Yes, Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> He's such a fucking nerd. Oh, he just loves sports, Chris. God, he he,
1: just—he's a huge sports fan.
0: That dude probably loves Tom Brady too.
1: He's fascinated by fascinated by Tom Brady. He's one of the oldest quarterbacks in the NFL.
0: Look, I know he's a conservative asshole, but look, we're not talking about politics. We're just talking about his skill at football, skill at the game, Dean. Skill at the game. Um. But yeah, D- Sam keeps throwing away his napkin uh, into the garbage can, and Dean just, like, can't stop himself from leaning over and grabbing it and then immediately handing it back to him. And you
1: realize after the first time, like, Dean is literally playing catch. And this, I love how innocuous it, it is at so first because Dean doesn't really pay that much attention. He just, like, reaches into the barrel and, like, casually tosses it back to Sam. Uh, not, like, throwing it in his face or, like, demanding anything from him. He just, you know, casually hands it back to him. Sam's like, I don't want this what are you doing and he throws it in again and then he just can't help himself and he reaches back down and gets it again and this is where we get to hear it again where sam goes kobe Go. uh <laughs> this is, was kobe playing in, in
0: 2000 and what is this i have no idea have 2013 no idea. he was probably definitely playing who knows um they uh i, I like this too because they like just this whole thing is comedic to me number 1 uh just with the three of them like like you mentioned like Sam not being able to hear them the the conversation that's happening and then the mailman comes and the dog notices the mailman coming and starts barking, which gets Dean up. And he starts he goes to the window and starts banging on the window and just shouting, you, hey, you, you, you over there, you, and just yelling. And this was the this was the memory that I kept talking about. Like I remembered this, yeah, and the, yeah, this yeah. is probably the funniest moment of the episode to me. Like it's not him go it's like he's not barking, which I think would be a little bit over the top, like, but just like banging on the window, and being like, Hey, you, you right there, hey, you, you is just yeah. really fucking good to me
1: yeah all the all the
0: dean dog stuff is very funny and uh of course this is where they realize dean this mind meld that allows dean to understand dogs also has seemed to given him some dog-like traits uh kevin realizes there's going to be side effects does not know how long they will last spoilers it lasts till right after the villain is killed (laughs) so that was really convenient Thankfully, they don't have to put up with this in the next episode Um,
1: a weird a weird holdover this would have been I mean that would have been actually, to go to the next episode.
0: That would have actually been pretty dope to be honest with you like if they had get rung a couple more gags out of this and like Dean's just excuse me Dean's just really sick about it. I think that would be really yeah. funny. I'm so fucking tired of talking to squirrels. <laughs> Moose.
1: Yeah. Uh He doesn't he doesn't want to go outside anymore. He's like Sam, you drive. I'm just going to put my head down. I just don't want to think. There's
0: there's a bunch of really funny dialogue uh Back and forth here between Dean and the dog, because uh, the, the dog is, you know, just kind of sassy with Dean quite a bit, which I think is very hilarious. Uh, at some point, he tells that he says, "Like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I could tell you're the kind of one to like sniff butts," and Dean's like, "I don't want to sniff butts." He's like, "Not yet." <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is really funny. <laughs> yeah. um, they decide to go back to the shelter uh, to to see if they can find more clues, I guess. I don't know. I don't...
1: Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, just, like, this
0: is where some of the plot stuff really starts falling apart. Uh, but on the way there, Dean gets into a fight with a pigeon, and I think this is fucking yeah. hilarious.
1: It's great, because he draws his
0: gun. He draws his gun in the middle <laughs> of, of a broad daylight in a parking lot with other people in the parking lot to shoot at a pigeon who's yeah. sassing him.
1: Yeah. And uh, Sam is just trying to like cover his arm. He's like, nope, see, Dean. Uh, nope, uh, please. <laughs> uh,
0: I, like this, this this pigeon like really gruffly telling Dean that he's going to make his car white by shitting all over it is just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, just right to Dean's little heart. And
1: I find that very hilarious. Uh, it's it's really good. He just can't control himself. He's just screaming back at the bird. Because animals have a universal language, apparently. Yeah,
0: yep. Uh, That's something that we have learned in the Supernatural Universe now, Chris. That's a fact that we yep. need to always all remember. Animals can speak to all animals can speak to each other. other at
1: all times uh they should be taking advantage of that they should be using literal like pigeons to uh send messages that demons can't read or something i don't know who's gonna who's gonna write the
0: messages like they don't have thumbs that's that's the the only reason that we can exist is we got thumbs it's true we evolved to have thumbs and enormous penises
1: (laughs) yeah that's right take that gorillas (laughs)
0: I'm so glad you rolled with me on that. The yeah. take that gorillas is really funny. <laughs> Fuck you, gorillas.
1: <laughs> Fuck you, gorillas.
0: I don't care how strong you are, <laughs> tiny dick, motherfucker. Um, so they they go to the animal shelter. Dean gets some classic uh, doggy face outside of the window. Time, which is very hilarious. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sam is like, no, hey, we can can just leave the dog in the car, and there's this whole conversation about how that's not cool, even with the windows all down, and I'm finding that very funny. All of this stuff is very funny, up until it uh, hits a fucking wall with this poodle scene, which I think is pretty gross.
1: Supernatural fucking thrives on bestiality. It loves, it loves bestiality speciality. so much. Any chance it, they get to talk about a man fucking a dog, they're gonna do it in any way, shape, or form. They don't care. Gotta fuck that dog. I gotta fuck, I gotta that, fuck dog. that dog. Gotta fuck that dog. That is the motto in the writing room. Gotta fuck that dog. Just ugh. I um it, I mean and this is
0: this is this is a very uh this is when some of the comedy stuff starts becoming very uh like PG animated movie Hotel Transylvania yeah. kind of thing to me, yeah. um, and there's some bits past this that are going to work, but like that one shining moment with the mailman and the pigeon, I think, are the highlight of this episode. Like, I think it's pretty much all downhill from here. Um, yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, they they, Dean they riding in the car with his head sticking
0: out the window is good. Yeah, uh, they, they they do the whole like play sexy music and focus the camera on her as uh the colonel and dean both like look at each other and drool and like they could even do a like a comedic cut to sam who was like what in the fuck is happening which is actually a pretty good <laughs> sam face i'll give you that um but they they did decide to go in and uh start interviewing all of the animals that were at this uh animal shelter and um it, it, they they really lean into this bit where every dog has to have like a like a comedic thing that they do like it really reminds me of um you know the 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 spheres and portal, the little cubes or whatever, like the personality mm-hmm, spheres. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of that a lot, in it's execution, except not <laughs> near as good. Like, <laughs> like instead of that, it, it was like ten shitty comedians that uh, managed to get rejected from going onto the Carson show at one point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> think, okay,
1: yeah, uh, okay, Grandpa.
0: <laughs> what the late night? Show? I don't know who's hosting. Who's hosting the the Carson show now? I don't know. I don't Is know, it probably Jimmy Fallon or something? <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Do you, are um, you into this so at all there? Like with every dog having like his own little... No! Okay. Like, well, you no, we'll say that instead of like just calling me old, the, you fucker.
1: <laughs> it's fun to call you old. Um, they, these are all like old Southern women. And this one lady just... I'm calling her a lady. I don't care. She wants to just get, get rubbed down by Sam Winchester. Um, Chris, this so is a redneck
0: Pomeranian. Which should yeah, be delightful yeah, um, and funny. But no, she just wants to get constantly rubbed by the big one. <laughs>
1: Um, which is what happens where Sam is just standing there getting a hand cramp, which I've never gotten a hand cramp petting an animal before. Um, but I guess I'm just not as, um, vivacious as Sam in my petting. Uh, he, he starts to get a hand cramp and the dog immediately clams up, stops talking, not going to give no info on this. This dog is getting rubbed down. Right on her nipples. Right
0: on the nipples. Right on her dog nipples. I, um... I've never gotten a hand cramped petty to dog like that doesn't seem like Mm -hmm. something that's possible, especially because it's only like a couple of minutes long. And like Sam does a lot of like exercising and like computer work. Like you feel feel like that dude would have a little bit of resistance to this hand cramping. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah he's been um i don't want i don't want to be the one to say it but i know it's on the tip of your tongue he's been masturbating too often oh is that and- what it is
0: <laughs> yeah so so, his hand is so it, also, it causes fur on the palm and as well as so that's probably what's happening there is fur is getting yeah, tangled yeah. he has to constantly untangle it which is delicate work which is causing his hands to get tired more quickly than they would as usual okay i got you right. okay cool i'm with you
1: i know that that's what you were thinking yeah so. yeah i was
0: i was right there with you um so she tells them uh that that she spotted the bag, uh, that this dude that was eating the cats was carrying it, and it's from a a local cafe. So that's a local like restaurant. Um, they say local cafe, but then when we get there, it's like a full on like five star kitchen. Like it's huge back there. Yeah, it's
1: like a it's a whole it's like thing. a hotel. I kitchen. actually th- thought that they were talking about the um, the snart cafe mm-hmm. from earlier. Mm-hmm. The, the
0: the twat, twat map twat map. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought that's what we were referring to, but no, it's a totally
0: different place. I've already forgotten what SWAT map stands for. I don't know if we even I might have to go back and listen to it. What was it?
1: Uh terrorists they,
0: who torture animals as no wait. Torture animals To make a point. To make a point. That's what it was. Okay, we're there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. SWAT <laughs> maps. <laughs>
0: oh that's good stuff um weird episode
1: this is a weird episode. It's a, it's a weird and bad
0: episode uh so dean has a weird moment here where he decides to let all of these animals out uh all of these doggies out uh mm-hmm presumably like all of them look healthy and, and I, I i know that these are not like a real animal shelter or whatever but like you shouldn't do this like if they're if they have a home I, they're getting three squares a day like it's not great like it, uh-huh. I, I wouldn't want to be in a, in a in a cage either but like that's better than being on the streets or getting shot at or used as a practice dog for fight dogs or anything else like a bunch of people do some right. real fucked up things to dogs down here i don't know if that's like what's that happening in your neck of the woods but it's gross
1: I uh, I just feel like it was grossly irresponsible. You know, part of me wants to champion the freedom of dogs. I don't want them at the pound. You know, I don't want these doggies in trouble. But on the street, that's no kind of life. That's no kind of life for a dog. We just
0: saw what Castiel went through to, to and only to get we rejected. Just saw he lost his virginity. Yeah, we don't want these dogs fucking in the streets. That's the opposite of what we, we need. like
1: there are men like Dean and Sam
0: walking around. Dean usually would just just as rather shoot a dog than pet a dog. And you're telling me he's letting right. all these dogs? And I know, yeah, I, right. I realize it's like sympathetic with the dogs or whatever. Like I don't. It's just a it's just a real dumb thing to do to set up something that's even completely dumber later in the episode. Uh, yeah. So they br- it's some real Disney Channel shit. So they break into this uh, cafe. Uh, Sam immediately finds a spell book, uh, and we find out that this dude has been eating animals to uh, gain their powers. Uh-huh. A a group of uh, chipmunks sounding dudes who are actually mice uh, say, "Oh, hey, Dean, you got to look in the fridge." And he, Dean finds a whole lot of Tupperware with neatly labeled uh, animal parts in it, like bear's heart or rat nuts. Or rabbit eyes, or gorilla, gorilla cock, gorilla cock. That's a real small one. It's a
1: really small area. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: and of course, he's if, by eating these these specific parts in Cats and casting the spell, he gains some of their powers. And so that's okay. where the if fork he tongue. His, he
1: gets a really small dick.
0: A, can you imagine? I, I eat some gorilla heart. Uh
1: oh. Huge forearms. Uh oh. No yeah. <laughs> Big arms, little organ. Like jacked to, to jacked to the fucking uh, the sky, mm-hmm. but. No deck.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I really, I just really like that we're just dot- dissing gorillas all the time now. Like this is <laughs> a new, this is a new, gorillas? this is a new place for us. Uh, Come at
1: me, gorillas.
0: <laughs> they uh, Sam also finds that this dude has been mixing and matching these these animal parts, uh, and then uh, while they are discovering this, they hear a noise, so they 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 run out into the main kitchen area and just find some poor innocent chef who's just chilling and like draw down on the motherfucker. Uh, yeah and they pretend to be health inspectors and basically just, like, kick the dude out. And, like, you gotta get out of here. Like, I
1: don't... And they're like, um, we're in the middle of a big event. Can you... You're not supposed to be here. And it's like, yeah, actually, we are supposed to be here. And because they got that Winchester charm and th- they get the confidence of somebody who's carrying a gun. I'm just gonna say it.
0: Um, <laughs> Definitely not the con- co- confidence of someone that just ate a gorilla heart, if you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the confidence of someone who... To- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop. Um...
0: Uh- <laughs> uh also during this this conversation with the chef like a waiter walks in and he looks like he's carrying a odors plate with a giant shark fin coming out of it and yeah, that is never yeah.
1: it's just a visual
0: like prop and it's so right. fucking weird they never is talk just about like,
1: it a cabal of like animal magicians out here at this event who are all uh eating animal parts and getting powers like no no but there's just this one guy serving a weird gorilla dicks to everybody. Is it like that one dish that's
0: like it's a, like like where you eat a baby bird, but uh, it's illegal, and so people like drape a cloth on their face so they can't look at each other while they're eating the baby bird? Like have you you ever seen I that? Think
1: it's yeah, that. But gorilla dicks. That but gorilla dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that exact thing that you were just, just talking about but tiny little gorilla cocks.
0: wiley DeFriends, just like sitting down sitting down in wiley DeFriends' loft apartment in new york and being like okay guys uh i've created something very special for you today uh first get your get your napkins out and cover your faces and uh yeah take the top off your bowl and what you're seeing right there is a um that is a delicious broth of uh yeah that's that's straight up gorilla dick, folks. So just dive straight right up in. Gorilla dick. Straight up gorilla dicks and some salt. That's what mm-hmm. I put on it. Because I'm Wiley Defriends and that's my, this is the way I talk. <laughs> I hope people know who Wiley Defriends is because otherwise, like that's not going to go anywhere. Um,
1: it, it works. It works anyway. It, it works anyway? Okay,
0: good. Uh, <clears throat> all of this what stuff happens. happens here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> all of this, they get rid of the, the people that don't matter and uh, they decide to split up. So they could go find whatever it doesn't matter. And uh, this dude is using chameleon powers to blend into the wallpaper. in a uh, in a moment of pretty terrible CGI, and uh, sneaks up on Sam, and is able to uh, slice open his throat.
1: Yeah, straight up, just like just yeah, cut cut this motherfucker's throat. It gouges yeah. his shit, eviscerates
0: this dude's jugular. It's and Sam is having trouble talking. He's bleeding. Yeah. There's blood everywhere. Uh, he turns away from the cowboy, and all of a sudden his eyes flash blue, Zeke comes out, heals <laughs> the wound, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then just immediately goes back out, so Sam is just, like, left standing up, and, like, looks down where his hand was covering this this bleeding wound and there is none anymore, and just immediately, like, gets knocked out by cowboy, who has seen this just, whole thing and is now very excited.
1: Yeah, he's like, I'm about to eat that boy. Um, I bet it's bigger than a gorilla down there. He can't... I just dean stay with sam this keeps happening this keeps happening
0: what are you doing dean like why why is it a good idea to split up at this at this hour and it's
1: we have i think we've yet to have a scenario where sam goes we better split up like every time it's dean it's every time it's dean saying all right sam you go that way i'll go this way uh it doesn't it doesn't make any sense dean get us together sam is just a, a bumbling wreck Season nine, he can't. He can't even tie his damn shoes
0: without falling over and knocking himself the fuck out. That dude has cranial yeah, yeah. damage, my seriously. man. He,
1: he seriously. I mean, like the Patriots took, took less hits
0: last night than the <laughs> than Sam has taken this season. Seriously, Sam, um, get
1: some help. Sports jokes, guys. Kobe.
0: Sport jokes. Roll Kobe. with me. Uh, this next <laughs> section of this episode, I find is like some of the most boring shit I've ever seen. Uh, Cowboy is so excited to have seen Sam heal himself. Uh, he. Is able to somehow overpower Dean and tie Dean to a like a post in this kitchen. Whatever, it doesn't matter.
1: Your kitchen um, doesn't have a post.
0: I guess. I guess my kitchen is, is is lacking a post. I don't have a stripper pole in my kitchen, Chris, because huh. I'm a because I'm a gorilla and I'm too embarrassed to to be around strippers.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, I thought you were going to say that.
0: Um... So he ties Dean up mostly so that he can just talk at Dean and tells Dean, um, "Well, no. First, Dean smells the cancer on him because Dean is a dog now and he has heightened sense of smell. Uh, this dude has cancer, stage four, some kind of you know degenerative cancer that's killing him. And that's, yeah, that's when he sad. It's it is sad, and that's when he found out like, oh, if I ingest these weird animal parts and do a spell, it'll stay. It'll stave the cancer off for a long time."
1: And if I become an animal magician,
0: if I if I anamorph myself via wizardry, then I can live a little bit longer. This is like a a really this is what would happen if Anne Rice had been writing Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. Like instead of selling drugs, that dude would have just been doing anamorph wizardry on his body. Yeah,
1: eating animal cocks to live forever.
0: And I am I'm kind of here for for that version of Breaking Bad, by the way. (laughs) But people love mine. Same. But this dude is, is so boring, like all of this stuff is so boring. He saw Sam heal himself, so he's going to eat Sam so that he has healing power, so they can live forever. Uh, Dean finally, oh, and then he spends a lot of time talking about like how he's going to kill Dean and like taking out octopus tentacles until he finally settles on a wolf heart to eat. Uh, all of this is just, I don't know, maybe, I, maybe I'm just saying this for me, Chris, I don't know how you feel about this. I thought this was all fucking boring.
1: Yeah, none of him. None of it means anything. I was just waiting for some more gags. I was waiting for the for the dog to come in and save him. And yeah, do that, like dog dog karate. That
0: doesn't that doesn't happen, which is a real bummer. Uh, instead, Dean runs outside while this dude chases him with his wolf teeth. Um, the guy slams the door. He's got he's got full on CGI wolf teeth, man. I'm very uncomfortable mm-hmm. by this dude's like mm-hmm. Alita mouth. I'm not not here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> full on.
1: Full on wolf wolf mouth, full on gorilla cock and they show it too. They show is they show the vein and everything. Once you see the vein, that's when you know it's a fucking cock. And Supernatural sh- shows it to you on this. No, you're not gonna go with me on this one? <laughs>
0: Well, I just I just remembered that a friend of mine's dad used to call uh, a woman's vagina wolf lips, and I got real distracted by that. Oh fact. no!
1: Oh no! So
0: now you know it too. So that's
1: a lot. That's a lot to unpack.
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you, I'm Mr. Sorry, John. about
1: the gorilla dick jokes, everybody. <laughs> thank <This> you, is... <laughs>
0: thank you, John Senior for teaching me wolf dicks. John Senior, wolf no. um, This dude looks at Dean and says. Ha! I got you, Wolf Trump's dog, and yeah. cool. cool would have line. been like a, just like a <laughs> contender for the dumbest thing to happen in this episode, full of completely yeah. dumb shit to happen. But then Dean does a whistle, and all of his dog friends show up. His pack, his pack shows up, Chris, yeah, to defend him. His
1: squad, yeah. yeah.
0: And these these poor it, it, domesticated animals uh, all tear into this like person. They kill a man.
1: They they they, they
0: they kill him and possibly eat him, which I mean you're never gonna get adopted from that point forward. Like you've got the taste of you, human you, flesh. You, you got like, the taste you, of blood. You, you can't. Taste you, blood. You're yeah, not gonna yeah. go home with little Cindy anymore. Like you know what I'm saying? Like no, they're not gonna let little no, Cindy no, no, adopt no, no. you.
1: No, Jorah the Andal. You got you got sick now. You, now you can't be with Khaleesi anymore. You gotta go. You
0: got the grayscale.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got fucking grayscale, you Jorah. Go. You, gotta Jorah. Gotta you gotta get go. the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, um. So that's fine. And he goes in and like Sam's okay. That's no big deal.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's, he's always fine.
0: <laughs> Dean, for some reason, thinks it's a good idea to to deliver the colonel a a German Shepherd who has got to be used to eating meat to some uh, vegan bakers. So we get to catch up with Olivia and whatever his name is. Oh, um, good thing
1: we're checking back in with them.
0: Yeah. Uh, he also tells Dean that he barfed in his back seat. So that's funny, I guess, because dogs do that uh and he also tells dean that like hey we're not here to actually be man's best friend we're actually we're put here to and then of course the spell wears off and all we hear is bark 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 and dean looks concerned about this like as if he had been thinking it the entire episode which he definitely has not <laughs> so i don't know no, why we were supposed no. to care about this joke at all like i get it i get um, i get what they were going for there i just completely does not land for me
1: yeah they're and they're never going to go back to dog war bring us some dog lore, supernatural you cowards have dean take the potion again Took him, what, all, all of them? day and a half to get this shit cooking? Do the it only, again. The only side effect is
0: that you sniffed a butt. Like, I mean, that seems yeah. like pretty, pretty easy to be able to have animal communication powers. Like, that seems like a pretty good trade-off to me.
1: Incredibly, incredibly good. Incredibly good.
0: But no, um, it could,
1: the colonel could live at the bunker.
0: Colonel could live at the... Okay.
1: There's so much room to run around in there, and you don't have to have him in
0: every episode because you know the colonel is smart. The colonel becomes the the colonel is the new Bobby. The colonel is the new Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> the colonel is the new Bobby. Except only Dean can talk to him because only Dean and has it. Only the- Dean
1: can talk to him, <laughs> <laughs> so colonel. they can share secrets. There's the built-in drama. There's built-in drama because Sam can't talk to him. Dean oh. can find secrets to the colonel. He calls the colonel when he needs to look up lore.
0: Sam being extremely concerned because the colonel and Dean talk to each other all the time, but don't tell him all about all of the conversation. Is <laughs> like constantly worried that they're talking about Sam in front yeah, of them. They oh him. oh my some god some of the
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: Colonel is a new body. I love it. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: missed opportunity. <laughs>
0: missed opportunity that we'd never see colonel again. Yeah. Um, He's, he's off with the herb yeah, in the sky. We see him in season right?
1: 10. And, and now, yeah, no, now he's a hunter. And he wears a bandana. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the Colonel has come. How do you speak human? Shut up, fam. Shut up. I'm the new Bobby. Um, so outside, we get our normal uh, Dean and Sam kind of chatting over the Impala. Uh, and Sam starts immediately like asking a bunch of questions, right? Like, I don't understand what happened in there why did he want to eat me i don't get that uh i thought i was wounded where did all that yeah, blood on my shirt sure go he, uh, <laughs> like yeah. did you lock- dude,
1: like punked he punked my jug uh punctured my jugular yeah punked gotta, my jug punked my jug yeah absolutely and and, <laughs> and i want to know why my jug ain't punked no more <laughs>
0: <laughs> punked my jug
1: and dean's like you ate a you had a horse cock or something i don't know yeah You're yeah fine. we don't we don't
0: know what happened in there uh and dean like kind of tries to brush this off and then starts talking about uh the cowboy who was like you know there's there was just something inside him and it was something just took a hold of him and start and possessed him and he just <gasps> knew that there wasn't going to be any time uh, and, and i actually actually kind of dig this because like Jensen yeah, is, is, is really selling this and this like <laughs> speaks to the themes about what's happening with sam right now and like dean almost seems like he's kind of accidentally saying this out loud and like realizing what he's saying is he's saying it out loud, but he, still he thinks that he's still speaking dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Colonel, where are you at? <laughs> um, girl, I gotta tell you something. <laughs> And, and he's you know even says like you know you just you can't trust crazy you know you just can't trust crazy like he's almost rambling at this stuff at sam and he looks like he's on the verge of telling sam the truth and then realizes at the last minute that like no i can't do that because then sam will die no matter how many gorilla cocks that i feed him he's he's always gonna have his sam cock why am i why are, we, why are we like this chris i'm so sorry do you remember this, earlier we today young, we got young
1: listeners do you remember Listen earlier to today show.
0: when we were worried about travis mcelroy doing a supernatural podcast mm-hmm. and then now mm-hmm. i'm listening to us do a supernatural podcast and I'm thinking maybe he should just take it over. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he we've just lost take it over. We, yeah. all we talk about maybe is blood now. What maybe, are we doing? Maybe
1: we've lost the thread. I don't know.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, he accidentally kind of hits on some truths here, and I really like the way this is sold. Unfortunately, it doesn't go anywhere. They just get into the car and then leave. I don't know how how much detail you you have on this scene that you want to go into.
1: Sam's just like, well, okay. <laughs> uh, honestly, this is where I. I all the other stuff aside, it's, an, it's a funny enough uh, funny enough episode. There's nothing really wrong with it. We're giving it a hard time. Um, but he, when Dean literally says, possessed by something he couldn't control, only a matter of time before it took over, is he foreshadowing something? Is he expressing a real fear? Or is he just being ignorant? Um, I don't know. But Sam's constant near-death experiences are just getting to be too much. You can't have him die or almost die in every episode. I know that Ezekiel is inside of him. We, you don't, you don't have to do it every episode. I believe you. I believe that he's still there. You don't have to do it. It's getting ridiculous. This is all of season one's death, in in the first five or six episodes of the season. Yeah,
0: I, uh, I, I, I'm already kind of tired of this. Although I will say, I'm still kind of here for Dean. Just being real bad at keeping the secret, and also, kind of wanted to tell hilarious him immediately. That Sam yeah. keeps
1: almost dying. Oh, it's that's fucking very it's, funny. It's, but it's, it's <laughs>
0: hilarious, but again, like like you can't you can't rely on that every single episode. Like Zeke can't come out to play every mm-hmm. single episode, or or you have to do something with that. Like, you have to just not – because we've Zeke has already said, like, oh, if I keep healing him, I'm not going to be able to have enough power to heal him, and I'm going to die. Then Sam's going to die. We're like, you've brought two people back to life, and you've healed, like, 18 other wounds. Like, come on. Where, where is mm-hmm. your energy level at right now? Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you guys
1: made it through Season 1 by just putting salt into your shotguns. Like, what is going on here that you just keep dying?
0: So, yeah, I, I – i think this is a pretty dumb episode overall uh it's got some it's got some really high highs and the rest of it is just like a fucking moat around it it's it's so deep and i uh and, the, and it's really just like jensen getting to do some comedic stuff and talk to dogs and pigeons and shit and like the, the accents there then the, the voiceover work there that they, they do is really really good all of that stuff works for me a lot anything to do with uh the villain just is chris let can we can we just take a minute why was he wearing the cowboy mm-hmm. hat we don't know
1: he says he,
0: he he says he killed the taxidermist because he was getting too close, and I'm like, too close to what? Like, what were you stealing yeah, fucking- entrails? Like, why didn't you kill yeah. Dave, the guy who had the entrails that would notice? Like, I guarantee you, once I give my entrails to my entrail guy, I don't think about the entrails anymore. I'm not thinking anymore.
1: about, it. I'm not, I'm not thinking about it. no. They're gone. The uh, taxidermist They're done. Is, is, is fucking Fox Mulder over here. So doesn't he had make to be it, taken
0: out. He was too close to the truth. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Doesn't make any sense to like no. eat that whole no. cat alive. Like there was no point in no. doing that because it was shown later that he was eating like delicate like Hannibal esque dishes mm-hmm. from these these okay. animal parts. Uh, yeah, like, the villain makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. So I'm I guess I'm just here for the mailman and the pigeon gag. Like I'm here for the five minutes yeah. in this middle of this episode, a 45 minute episode,
1: and I'm I'm here for Kobe. Um, honestly. <laughs> uh sam's wow. jump shot is pretty good you know me
0: that high kick jump
1: shot is, is where it's at the episode's funny it, it's funny it, it, when you're not like trying to like think about it and be critical it's funny but yeah, yeah i guarantee you my father hated this episode <laughs> he uh, hates uh, the funny episodes
0: i, I want to i actually kind of want to know what big gary thought about this man like give me give me, if you talk to him in the next couple of weeks let me know what he thinks about the dog dean afternoon i curious. could describe
1: this episode to him and he would go i i have no memory of that yeah um <laughs> he never remembers any of them
0: two two things from the trivia section that i want to point out uh okay. the the lady vegan um was actually the the woman that was uh like that's one of the special children from the end of season two
1: hmm.
0: she was the, she was a chick that died pretty quick <laughs> that wasn't the other chick that was oh, around okay. for a few episodes okay. yeah, 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 yeah yeah all right and um the, ep- the the title of this episode was originally doggy style so there you go fuck
1: um also another <laughs> trivia piece that i uh actually just just found i was just look, also looking at the, mm-hmm. the wikipedia that the colonel isn't a real colonel oh he doesn't not have the bars really, not really in the army wow yeah F- 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 fucked up taxidermist
0: F- 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 fucked up if true <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs>
1: It's fucked up, if if true. That's fucked up. I'm not willing to pass judgment just
0: yet. Just yet. Just yet. I don't trust it. I might if need to, that's true. There's some identification that we need to sort out. Um, thank you, everybody, if you've managed to finish this podcast episode. And I, I, I hope thank that you, you have. Thank you, and I'm sorry. Uh we apologize for everything that we have said that wasn't directly about supernatural. Uh thank you to all of the patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Thank you for uh everybody out there listening, leaving reviews and and talking to us on on Twitter or wherever else that they talk to us at. Um you can talk to me on twitter at jg greer chris you are still uh at local sad boy on twitter i believe is i that-
1: am at local bones sir oh, these bones sorry. are not always sad
0: <laughs> just just sometimes just just a little gorilla just bone sometimes is sad. i mean i'm not gonna lie sometimes
1: they're sad everybody gets a little blue sometimes but <laughs> they're not always blue <laughs>
0: uh you can follow the podcast at motwcast you can find everything uh related to monster of the week at monster of the week dot cool next week we are covering heaven can't wait which has the caption castiel gets a job so i'm pretty pretty looking forward to that it's gonna be a good one (laughs) um and uh yeah we'll be back next week see you later everybody
1: bye (laughs) Alright, <laughs> Castiel gets a job. Castiel gets a job.
0: I, I actually remember liking that episode too, so who knows?
1: Yeah, I think I did too. I don't know. I think- good uh, fodder for outtakes i uh I something better to say
0: i became friends with um patty's wife on facebook uh-huh. recently and she just posted a picture of um, her holding an owl while somebody like shops what and i'm just i'm, I'm just the idea that somebody in portsmouth walked into like this <clears throat> charity shop with an owl and was like, hey, can you hold this for me? And she was just like, oh,
1: yeah, yeah. sure, no problem. <laughs> yeah, sure. No sweat. <laughs> I can do that.
0: That's something that happens to me all the time. And sure enough, there's just the picture of the owl. I think
1: Patty was telling me how someone came in and just like peed on the floor one time there. Like, they got some. He's, he's, he deals
0: with some folks down there. It must be. I mean, he, he lives in the south of England, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. like, he. I'm sure it's just like the South of America, where it's just <laughs> full of weird rednecks and <laughs> racist and yeah. horrible yeah. people.
1: Uh, full of gingers, if Patty has anything to say about it.
0: I mean, I'm surprised he's not trying to repopulate the, the ginger world over there already.
1: He also, yeah, um, I don't know if it was from around there, but he once sent me in, sent me a Final Fantasy VIII action figure that he found in one of those shops down there. Um, we we hardly even knew each other back then.
0: Patty is one of the nicest guys that I know, (laughs) like just straight up. He's a nice fellow. Did I tell you that he sent me uh, like a big old box of English candy for Christmas?
1: What?
0: And he, uh, he made me, he, he he was worried. He was like, if it gets there before Christmas, you can't open it until Christmas day. But uh, he goes, I'm real worried. It's not going to get there. Showed up on a Christmas Eve, but uh, it was just full of like uh, crisp and uh, candy. Uh, some of the candy we had over here, but we, we broke out. There were these things called, um, oh shit, now I'm not gonna remember the name, but they were like, uh, they were like, it was a violet parma, is what they were called, and they were like these little candies that were supposed to, to taste like violet and uh, autumn i'm opening this like on christmas day right like everybody's there and i'm like well we got to try it so i popped one and i was like this is the most disgusting thing that i've ever put in my mouth like it just tastes horrible <laughs> and i'm like autumn you got to try this so her and our friend that was over uh, i broke one in half and they each had one and they were like oh my god this is so disgusting so I, I i dm'd him that day like right then and i was like i just want you to know like you almost put a full stop to the christmas celebrations with this <laughs> violet parma bullshit <laughs> and uh he wrote me back he was like i did a live reading of your dm to the family and they all died (laughs) (laughs) and apparently his wife is really into that flavor he's like that's it's almost like a cocktail that she gets every time we go out and i'm like i don't know how she's alive because that is the grossest shit in the world interesting (laughs) so i gotta i gotta put together a uh i've had something i was supposed to send him like months and months and months ago so i'm gonna uh box all that stuff but i'm gonna put in a bunch of like cajun bullshit like spices and all that kind of stuff just
1: send like straight up um american brand sour patch kids yeah just the most basic ass Mm -hmm. candy that chris used to see when he was a child and if i have more than one sour patch kid as an adult notice the kid is right in the title Mm -hmm. if i have more than one as an adult i immediately break out into a sweat just forehead starts perspiring i'm sweating i don't know if it's the sour i don't know if it's the sugar but i'm sweating because of it and it's not healthy
0: the uh, the only thing that was good in the thing that he sent me because I tried most of it, um, I tried some Worcestershire chips, and those were disgusting. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend yep. those. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they had some like what we would call like sweethearts here with the little messages on them, uh, uh-huh. and those were those were okay. Those were all right. I could eat those. those. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right on. That was right about on. that was about it out of the entire box. He was also very kind. Him and Laura apparently made um these coasters like you go to like a place and like paint a coaster and then they like fire it up for you or whatever um and they were they made one for me that just says the worst with, it has a <laughs> rainbow behind it and uh Laura made one for autumn that says dark souls widow which i thought was very clever <laughs> so That's nice. i need to uh I, I need to go ahead and get like on my grind and send him all of the shit that i need to send him because i've been i've been delaying it
1: so, and you you have the t-shirt that says the worst on it that Jess has from Stay Home Club. Did you buy that for yourself or did someone send that to you? Autumn, uh, I want to say Autumn
0: sent that to me. Um, or Autumn sent it to me. Autumn gave it I to mean, me. I mean, yeah, yeah. For sure. And yeah, she sent it to me. <laughs> uh, like, she just flung it through the living room and I caught it. Um, but it was funny because, and I had to go back. I was trying to find the, the, the way I found that picture um, like a year and a half ago. Uh, it must have been like or maybe not a year and a half, Christmas like 2017 ish. Um, Brian Wade uh, messaged me on Twitter or sent me a tweet, and it was a picture of his coworker uh, wearing that shirt at a Christmas party. And he was like, "I found the perfect shirt for you to wear. My coworker is wearing it right now, and I'm losing my mind." And I was like, I "Already, I already got it, fam." And like that was the picture that I, the picture I sent you was the picture I took because I didn't know where the fuck that shirt was. Like I yeah. have no idea where it is right now. Um,
1: so yeah. That's, uh, that's so funny. That so that's three more people than one in the world. I think Brian was at the Nexus both times. I think didn't he tag you in it <laughs> when uh Jess posted that?
0: No, 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 no. I was I was just rolling through. I was at uh, uh we were having kind of a boozy lunch and I was I was looking at Twitter while my family was
1: talking about politics. So nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I had also had a boozy lunch. Jess got her new car, so she's like, I want to drive to the sushi place. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> If you say so, babe. Get after it, girl! Yeehaw! Yeah, yeah. So we drove. Sorry, Jess, but I had to park her car because she couldn't do it. But um, I didn't have to drive home, and that's what was important. And then we got more liquor, and I got a little twisted watching Game of Thrones. Nice. That's awesome. That's a good yeah, time. I haven't, haven't really gotten um, a drink on in a while, so that was fun. And I didn't feel like shit after. It was remarkable.
0: We're uh, we're in the middle of Deadwood currently. Mm. Um, <clears throat> which is which is really interesting Just because Jim Beaver is all over it Like I've mentioned in the past But yeah. uh, There's also some other supernatural characters that show up on that show uh, One of character that's going to show up In season 9 Looks totally Nerve. different
1: <laughs> Is it a uh, Do I know who it is? Uh, Kane Oh okay I've actually seen him on Psych I think Um which is like one of those goofy procedural cop shows where this dude pretends to be a psychic. It's a, it's an all right show. It's not right show. Um, but yeah, I've seen Kane a bunch is of on that and he yeah. is, Oh, okay. So thanks for letting me explain it. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's on that. Kane's on that. And he's like super clean cut and normal looking, but on supernatural, he's got like, he's got the Santa Claus look going on.
0: Yeah. That's what's happening here. He And in Deadwood, he's, uh, playing like, a the dude, like a New Yorker guy. So like, he's kind of like a mm-hmm. New York fop. Um, but he's just doesn't look anything like the, the the Kane from the series, and so uh I was doing a don't give up skeleton, and somebody was like, I don't remember. I think I mentioned Deadwood, and they're like, oh yeah, we love so such and such so much. Oh no, no, they were saying um he's like I'm I'm enjoying the supernatural episode. I can't wait till you guys get to Kane because I love that actor. It's Timothy, like Bud or something, and I'm like, is that. wait that's not timothy oliphant from deadwood right and then like we had this whole moment because i was like i know timothy oliphant's not in supernatural like i would i would have known (laughs) i would have been jazzed for that uh but yeah like finding those images like side by side i was like holy shit this is the weirdest
1: yeah he's disguised behind some hair
0: Man, I've been listening to. I don't know if this would you would be into this or not, but um, I mentioned this when we recorded about the murder by death, murder by death album. Uh, I listened to this dissect podcast about Kendrick Lamar,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: um, I thought it was going to be like too much of a deep dive for me, but I've ended up binging like 16 episodes of it. Whoa, it's a uh, and, and, it, and it just goes into like a line by line read of everything this dude is saying, and like there are multiple levels and working on different metaphors and like talking about all of these things that you could only really pick up on if you like you kind of knew kendrick's history and it's a very dry podcast like especially for like a what sounds like a white dude i have no idea who he is <clears throat> i mean his name is carl so i assume that he's a white guy but who knows mm-hmm. um there's probably been black carls too huh there's definitely been some black Def- carls out definitely. there yeah definitely. uh wasn't the guy from family matters named carl
1: yeah um Definitely.
0: Definitely. Chris is yeah, what's a family matter? I don't have no idea. Never Um, heard of it. But yeah, it's just it's just a straight up like like he's obviously written out a script and then he's cutting in (laughs) musical samples for everything, uh and and talking about like the music and all of this stuff. And it's just like it kind of blows my mind. Like the fact that like it it definitely has to be intentional. Like there's no way that you'd Mm -hmm. accidentally make an album like this and then like you could just listen to it and think like, oh, yeah, this is just a hip hop album. And then like you start peeling back some layers and you're like, holy shit, it's it's this and this and this and this and this. It's all talking about this and it's fucking crazy, man. I just I don't Sometimes even know how to-
1: people are accidentally genius. They don't even know it.
0: i don't i don't know i don't know how you could be accidentally genius with something like this like (laughs) when you're making like multiple references to like 80s 70s and 90s hip-hop all at the same time within like two lines i don't i don't know how you accidentally do this stuff but it it gave me a whole new appreciation for that album to pimp a butterfly
1: i used to go on rap genius all the time and look at those and like to get the references in kanye songs and literally have my mind blown i was like what what i thought that just rhymed i didn't know there was so much (laughs) going on here i'm so naive
0: yeah, the second season of this show is doing uh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy so they're going after Kanye ah. next. That might be a better. I haven't listened to any of that stuff yet. And then I think there's a Frank Ocean album that they did, and then I think they're currently doing uh The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, which would be pretty fascinating because I've heard she's a Damn. terrible person to work with. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard any of that stuff with Lauren Hill, like it's all really, really bad. So
1: I- just, I think I've only heard that that it's bad that things are bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, like she's she's got a great voice, and uh, like that that one out Fuji's album was real good, and she's she's just been a bit like a complete mean person ever since. Huh.
1: I haven't gotten like, like like fangs deep in a podcast in a long time. I've been subscribed to the same things for like six years now, and just occasionally when I got nothing else going on, I I, I slap a new episode on. But man. It's I remember the days of finding new shows and be like, yeah, I'm going to listen to 75 episodes of this this week.
0: Yeah, uh. it's been a while since that's happened to me, too. So like finding this, which I literally only did because of the podcast we did, like I was just looking for like music stuff. And um, I don't know if somebody suggested this to me. I think maybe somebody suggested it on the Duck Feed Network. So I just added it. And like, oh, I'm gonna listen to this later. But like I was like, Oh yeah, we're we're about to do that music podcast. Let's see what other people do. And I'm like, Oh yeah, we're definitely not gonna do any of this. This is insanely well researched. <laughs> Again, I think I texted you like the first episode is like, All right, let's talk let's let's get into it. In eighteen sixty six, Edward Compton left California to go to Southern California, and I'm like, Okay, we're <laughs> oh, doing the thing. Oh,
1: oh, for, for real, okay. Yeah, ours didn't go quite that hard, but I think it turned out all right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh that it, it was a surprisingly easy edit for as much as I was like delaying it and everything. I sat down this afternoon and just kind of rolled through it. Uh, I sparked off a, a lively conversation in the Discord chat um, because I was asking, like, if you listen to a podcast about music, A, do you expect music clips to be in it? And B, like, how long is the maximum snippet of music that you want to listen to? And uh, the the responses were very interesting. Like most people, my hmm. uh, was like I only need ten to fifteen seconds max, and I'm like looking at my one minute clips that I've got all over this thing. Going, <laughs> uh,
1: well, she's more efficient than most humans. Let's just be. Let's
0: it's just true, be yeah. Well, she's an AI, so that it helps. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. And uh Liam was like I don't think that she should put a sample of the song in unless you're going to put the whole fucking song in. I'm like, well that's not nobody wants to listen to that. No. <laughs> like I'm not going to put
1: it's too much it's too much time.
0: <laughs> and also like, I've, like I like we're probably skating by on legality with putting yeah. copyrighted yeah. material in the in the podcast it's for anyway. review purposes. <laughs> sure, yeah, it's transformative everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I was in a listening back through it and like uh because i'm always really really careful with musical breaks and stuff like i don't want there to be i don't want to drop a five minute song in the middle of a podcast because normally these things are compressed down so the music's not going to be like optimized for speakers or anything so that's not Mm going to sound good and then like you're just stuck hitting the 30 second skip button until you get to the end thing um but at the same time like i can't imagine doing a music podcast where you don't like let people listen to the music that you're yeah, you,
1: gotta, you gotta have some flavor. You gotta have a little taste in there. Yeah. Gotta, give them a little sonic taste, you know? Yeah, just a little sipper.
0: I have not gamed. Just, a, just an update. I'll, unless Isaac counts as gaming, I have not gamed.
1: I... This is one thing I can't say in this world. It's fucking cowards, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm,
0: a, I'm a fake-ass motherfucking gamer, Chris. <laughs> you're a
1: fucking coward. <laughs> and you're a fake-ass motherfucker. I, uh... Really, I love the emphasis. I know I don't usually think about it, but I love the emphasis on motherfucker being two words. Because I spell it as one word, as just a singular curse. But t- making motherfucker into two distinct words is it's a true power move, if you ask me. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, doing the the fake-ass motherfucker. Like, really, really yeah. segmenting it out yeah. into its own thing is really good. I agree. <clears throat>
1: yeah. I mean, you would agree, considering you are one. I am.
0: I, I am what I say I am. Um, <laughs> I did play a lot of Isaac, though. I did the thing on Saturday where uh, I recorded, and I was we, we got a late start of recording, and so like I was editing a little bit later than usual and all that stuff. So then I like sat down, and I knew I was going to lunch. And I didn't really feel like, I don't know why, but I was like, I'm just going to put on like this charity Twitch stream and play Isaac on my couch and realize like, oh, I just bought like an extremely fancy TV and extremely fancy consoles to plug into it. And here I am watching like this 360p video stream of guys playing Dark Souls 3 and not remembering where bonfires are. And uh, while I play the the Switch in my hand on my couch, like this is a ridiculous thing that I'm.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's cowardly gaming, if you ask me.
0: I beat I beat greed mode with like four characters though. That's a bunch of unlocks.
1: I don't know what that means, Jeremy, but I'm pretty sure it reeks of cowardice.
0: What about you? Are you are you a been a cowardly gamer?
1: No, I played like fucking nine hundred hours of video games this weekend. All right, Jesus Christ! I played. No, I thought I you played, were hanging uh, out with your
0: lady all weekend.
1: I played like three hours of uh, of Resident Evil on uh friday waiting for her to come over because i usually clean before she comes over but turns out i had already cleaned so i was good i played some video games i beat it when she was there because we were just chilling out later on in the night um and then on saturday she wanted to play the sims real bad so she played the sims and i played um the uh for, the forbidden kingdom hearts oh. for about four hours um
0: is this is this, this the third kingdom fun. hearts or is this
1: <clears throat> no it's the second one. I'm not gonna buy the the third one unless I beat the old ones. Um did you buy that like special edition, like the
0: hundred dollar all of the kingdom hearts you can you can guzzle on PlayStation thing? No.
1: I already had them all, so I didn't need to buy all. it. Okay.
0: Are you going through in order? Like I noticed uh Wayne in our Discord was talking about like playing what i think is chain of memories uh mm-hmm. and was kind of complaining like how would you ever play two without knowing all of the plot stuff from this and also this game sucks <laughs>
1: yeah i played two back in- i only played one and two like years ago those are the ones that i beat but uh one i played again like last year or the year before something like that so i mean i've played it a bunch of times in my life that's fine but i wanted to just move to two i tried to tried to play chain of memories again because i did play a little bit of it back in the day i rented it but no not wasn't going to happen so i bought the manga just going to read that that's fine i'm not playing that game i'll read the manga it's n- no big deal uh it's not going to be very good i'm sure but it's easier um and i love manga and then uh the, the next one in the in the series is called 358 over 2 days yeah I don't, I don't fucking know um that one i've never known literally anything about ever forever and i have the disc with that on it, except it's not the full game, and you have no idea how excited I was when I pressed new game or whatever, or start. And it was cutscenes for a while, and I thought, man, these cutscenes are really dragging along, and uh, come to find out there's no video game here. It's just a two-hour and 50-minute movie that you watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they took out the video game part, and they just left the movie part. And you know what? At first I was like, oh, that, oh that's dumb. And then I thought, this, was, this would have taken me 30 fucking hours to beat it all. Now it's going to be over later. So I just like did shit. I did my laundry and I had it on in the background. It was beautiful. And I learned things. I learned things about Kingdom Hearts that I never knew before. And then I thought, okay, here we go. I'm starting Kingdom Hearts 2. And Kingdom Hearts 2 is actually pretty fun. There's a lot of combos you can learn. So the combat is enjoyable. It isn't like a slugfest. Um, so once I finish Kingdom Hearts 2, I think that leaves me with three other games to beat. Two sort of like 20 to 30 hour games and one that's like really short. That's like five to 10 hours. Uh, there might be a little, little side things here and there that I need to look at, but overall it wouldn't be that long for me to now get caught up on the series and then play three because everybody's excitement got me excited. Um But yes, chain of memories. Don't fucking play that game. Just skip it. There's no reason to just skip it. So um,
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean like normally when you play a video game, like, if you took the cutscenes out of a video game and strung them together in, like, a YouTube video, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the times they wouldn't make any sense because, mm-hmm. in theory, you're d- you're doing story things as you play the game that's not technically mm-hmm. considered a cutscene. Like, you're uncovering information that's relevant to the plot. Is that not the case? Or did they just change it so that all of the story stuff is in the CGI when they just m- pushed the movie out? Or,
1: like, what... It's, like, well, it's not a good movie. I'll tell you that much. It just does not make well, for a good movie. Yeah. But it, um... They take the parts where you would have been playing... And they have put text on the screen and they say, so like, oh, in this scene, um, you know, Roxas, you know, they don't say in this scene, but they'll say Roxas went out on more missions, continuing his duty. He continued to question himself and then he met Aladdin or something. And through their trials against the Heartless, uh, Roxas learned that he needed to believe in himself or something, you know, something like that. Like you just, you get the little short takeaway without the, you know, three hours of gameplay that would have been there. Um, And I was fine with it. I was seriously, I was just so relieved that it was one less game I had to play, that I just, I was already relieved when I thought, okay, Chris, you know what? Fuck Chain of Memories, we're not playing that. We'll get the story elsewhere. And that was just a load off my shoulders. And then finding out that I didn't have to play this game, that it was just a movie, was just made me feel even better. And then I went into Kingdom Hearts 2, which is a game I played when I was 16 years old, one summer, probably one week during a summer, because I borrowed it from a friend or rented it or something and i i must have put in 80 hours in like a week and a half or something whatever it was. I played it so much. I got all the ultimate weapons, all that shit. And then never played it again. So, going back to it now with actual context because i watched that other movie thing, it was it was crazy to think of all the things that i was missing out on the first time i played it. Um so i'm I don't know, I'm having a good time. I'm having just fun playing it. None of it really matters that much, but it's fun.
0: Yeah, you're not i mean, i know we've talked about it on the podcast. And I think the Gave the people out there the impression that you were like real deep into the Kingdom Hearts lore, Mm -hmm. but like you've always Mm -hmm. been kind of like I played this when it was the most important thing to me, and never really got back to it. Like, is the does any of the story stuff like? And I'm asking, I I, I feel like it's pretty played out nowadays to be the Kingdom Hearts hater, so (laughs) I I don't want you to think that like I'm coming coming to be all negative on this game or anything. But um, is it like is any of the story stuff like still worthwhile to you? Like, is it are you still getting? like everybody knows that goofy died scene like it's did that can you watch that without laughing
1: <laughs> some, so some of it is really really goofy and i was playing it when jess wasn't was in the room and i was almost a little embarrassed at how like melodramatic and silly it is sure and then i found this one scene can you remember so, you watch
0: to do a supernatural
1: podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm going to how do i how do i explain this without it like being really convoluted this this character gets created from sora um He's made. He has some of Sora's memories, I guess. Uh, he isn't real. He's like a dream, almost. He's... Whatever. But this dream, his name is Roxas. He has his own life with his own friends in, in this own town. And that's just a small piece of a really complicated puzzle. But the memories that... Sora's memories that are inside of Roxas get returned to Sora, and when that happens, Roxas disappears, and everybody forgets about him. So Sora then shows up in this town. He's made whole again. He has his memories back. This kid Roxas doesn't exist anymore, and Sora runs into all of Roxas's friends, and there he, he goes into like their little hideout where these kids hang out, and they're like, hey, who are you? What are you doing here? And he's like, oh, sorry, whatever, my name's Sora, and they all get a really weird feeling because there's a piece of Roxas inside of him, and they don't... No, they don't know why, but they just they feel like they know him. So the next day when Sora is leaving town, he gets on a train to leave and go somewhere else. Um, all those kids show up at the train station to say goodbye to him and they're all really sad and they don't know why. And they're like, you know, we just felt like we we should be here to say goodbye to you even even though we just met you and they're all hoping that they'll see each other again. And it's this really weird thing. <laughs> and then Sora starts crying. There's like a tear comes out of his eye and everyone's like, why are you crying? And he's like, I don't, I don't know why I'm crying. And it probably doesn't sound like anything when I'm explaining it. And the dialogue back and forth is like very, um, I don't know. It's just like, a, it's a video game from 2006. So that's the way they talk to each other. Sure. Um, But it may be super sad. It was like these friends saying goodbye to each other, but they don't know. They don't know why they feel so sad, because they don't remember their friend who's leaving. It's just this other kid now who's leaving. Um, And that is when I realized that as silly as all the plot junk is, these characters still make me feel things that I felt when I was young. And so that's cool. As long as I can still connect with the characters and connect with emotions, then I can get through all the other convoluted nonsense.
0: Is that... Do you think that's the... uh, Is it the Disney characters or the Final Fantasy characters or just... Is it completely outside of like where these characters came from? Like does it rely on you have an affection for Mickey or Goofy or for uh, Cloud oh, no, or no. Squall I have, or any um, of that stuff?
1: So I yeah I I like being a seeing like Squall or whoever, but they're really not in the game very much, especially I I don't think they're in three at all, Um, but they don't really factor into any of the important stuff. Like all these characters in the scene are just random kingdom Hearts people. Um, I don't care about Disney really at all. I watched the movies when I was a child and that's it. I'm not a Disney person. Um, So none of that really means much of anything to me, but something about, and I think that this is really what hits for everybody. There's something just so sentimental about these games, and maybe it is the Disney thing, something from your childhood, even if you're not into that stuff, it just kind of sticks with you, I guess. Um, there's just this this weird sentimental thing with all the characters where everybody's like talking about their hearts, their feelings all the time, that it just made people connect to it. Um, even though a lot of what they're talking about doesn't make sense. The way that they're talking about it feels true. So I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, but I feel you, dude. That's, like, my whole experience with Kingdom Hearts. Um, so, yeah, without without an attachment to any of the other, like, Final Fantasy or Disney characters, I think it still does something. It does something for me anyway, because some people probably can't look past the silliness or the, the convoluted plot. But I guess I, like, I don't even really look at that. I don't even see it. I'm just seeing these characters that, for some reason, make me feel things.
0: That's fine. That's totally cool. And that's the reason I'm trying to back away from, like, kingdom hearts bashing because at the the end of the day like it's what people are into like i I see a bunch of people on my twitter just like just unabashedly loving this like making them cry at the opening at the opening screen because this is such an important part of their lives or was growing up and i also heard like nikki on the salt report was talking about kingdom hearts 3 and she's like this thing this series was so important to me and now i'm at a place where i don't even know if i want to play this game or not because I i feel like maybe i've aged past it so i don't I'm trying to find like a way to talk about these games and to ask questions about these games without sounding like a total asshole about it. So I was just kind of curious yeah. if any of this stuff actually held up. So yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it's I, I tweeted this the other day, but I think it's, and we all just like Kingdom Hearts because of Dearly Beloved, which is the menu music. It's just like sad piano music. Um, it's really good. Every time I hear it, I'm like, ooh, I'm 11 years old again, playing this for the first time. Uh, I just swear to God, I think it's, it all. it all is just, rests upon the shoulders of how good the music is
0: <laughs> there was a uh um, it's funny that you mentioned dearly beloved because i was i was posting a lot in the monster week presents thing about that about that conversation from earlier uh about how much music you should put in a podcast or whatever mm-hmm. and somehow that because our fucking discord is so weird uh we got to talking about uh f- music being played at a funeral and uh somebody made a joke about a dearly beloved or something i think it was heather and then like it went on a whole kingdom hearts thing and she's like what is happening i didn't even know that was a thing i was just making a funeral joke and like it was twenty thousand posts later about kingdom hearts and i'm like guys
1: what are oh, you doing well, this is what i was saying the other day before i decided to play the games was that whether people love kingdom hearts or they hate kingdom hearts they can't shut up about it Yeah, people. It's there's something about it that forces people to talk about it, Uh, which is funny that I'm doing it now because I was the one saying that Uh, I had no intention of buying Kingdom Hearts three, and I still haven't. But because I just was like, "What? It's not going to mean anything to me." But then everybody's excitement got me excited. I couldn't help it. Well, and it's ride that wave.
0: You had all the games, so it's not like you're coming out of pocket for for this experience or anything. Like you're you're doing you're playing the stuff that you already own.
1: So and I got them all on PS four. For like twelve bucks or something during some Amazon flash sale like a couple years ago. Um I got there's two different collections, I bought them both, and here I am today.
0: Nice. Now you're the Kingdom Hearts gamer, and I've just been yeah. doing nothing but playing Isaac over and over again in the same mode um, with different characters. So we're
1: both just repeating our dangerous <clears> cycles. <throat> Let's do a supernatural podcast. Okay. <laughs> just looking at the time.
0: Uh, Chris, do you want to catch us up on what's been happening in Season 9 so far?
1: I will do my best. Last time on Supernatural, noted dog lover, werewolf fucker, and Brick Brick Holmes superfan Sam Winchester has been concussed and nearly killed consistently since the beginning of Season 9. And it's all thanks to the angel Ezekiel possessing him, healing him, and giving him massive brain damage meanwhile noted dog disliker angel piner i don't really know what that means uh and local sad boy dean winchester juggles trying to manage his web of secrets crowley kevin castiel the departure of charlie to oz and the tragic deaths of pete and irv the world around them continues to spin and so the winchesters cling to the one constant in their chaotic lives saving people hunting things and doing magic I can't hear you. I don't know if you're there or not. Huh. Huh. Just me in here hanging out. I'm going to disconnect you real quick. Just. And now I'm back. Hmm. You know. It's fine. You can just. Are you there? Hey. <laughs> hi i'm really hi. sorry about that oh. i heard
0: uh i hope you just kept recording
1: <laughs> i did yeah i uh i mean i also hung up real quick and hopped back in when i saw you left
0: yeah i don't know but. what happened i just i heard you you stopped at like um something about secrets or something like that right after
1: angel pie i will um i can i can read it again yeah yeah